and we are recording. We're back for another podcast, the first podcast of the new year of 2022. I am one half the podcast. My name is Sam Finlay. I also go by Sizzle. Sitting across from me in person for the first time in a very long time, introduce yourself, my co-host. Hey guys, you know who it is. It's your boy. It's Quinny, also known as Simon. Here we are, guys. Happy New Year. I hope you guys had a great New Year's and you're looking forward to the year of 2022. I know we definitely are. There's a lot of Marvel and Star Wars content coming this year. But you know what? It's very exciting to be here in person. Finally, it's been a while. I haven't seen the great man in front of me for a long time in person doing these great pods. The birds are chirping in the background. They're loving this. They're glad to see us back together. But you know what, Sizzle? We did mention it last week. This is going to be a great podcast. Could be our longest one ever. So I'm really excited for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And as you said there, Happy New Year to everyone out there listening. And thanks for listening to us for yet another year. 2021 was a big year for all, a big year for the podcast, of course, a big year for for Marvel. And we'll get into that in a moment because we are going to be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home in this podcast. And Merry Christmas as well. Last time we spoke to you was Christmas Eve, basically. So go back and listen to that podcast, a very festive episode But we're here to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. It's been out for a little while now, a number of weeks, and it is the pod that we were both looking forward to the most, and we thought we had to do it in person. We had to do it in person, and Quinny's back for the holidays. He's back from young. We're in person, and we are going to be talking about the blockbuster hit known as Spider-Man No Way Home, starring Tom Holland, Zendaya, Benedict Cumberbatch. The list goes on and on and on. Some previous faces coming back, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. I mean, this was, it's a star-studded movie, isn't it? You know, this had the sort of endgame level of hype, didn't it? Oh, it was definitely endgame hype. I was so keen for this. I've seen this movie twice, so I saw it myself, rolling solo, had to be done, had to do it. So I saw it a couple weeks ago, and I saw it the other day with Amy, so that was really good, and I was so glad I saw it because... On the second watch, I loved it just as much as the first watch. And it was just cool because like when you're in the cinema, it was like it was chockers, it was packed. So when all those big moments happen in the in the theater or in the movie, should I say, you can see everybody in the cinema just reacts to it, cheering, gasping. I haven't think there was people crying out there. I definitely got a bit teary in some parts, <laughs> like it had to be done. But this was a huge movie and it was probably one of the best that we've had in a long time. So I'm very excited to talk about it. Yeah, I, I can't wait to talk about this as well because I had an absolute pleasure of watching this movie. We didn't unfortunately get to watch it together. We did get to watch Venom together. You can go back and listen to that podcast as well. Obviously, the year has been very tough and going, going to the movies, Quinny doesn't live in the same area of me as me anymore. But look, we both watched this movie and we were texting each other basically straight after it. Quinny saw it before me, so he had to sort of hold off on, on the spoilers um and then you know when i watched it i was just straight on the phone to, to quinny because there's a lot to talk about there is a there lot is a to talk lot, about from lot. this this film and we're gonna huge get, movie we're gonna get right into it and we're gonna do the full-on breakdown as we've done deep dive episodes before we're gonna talk highs and lows we're gonna talk our heroes our favorite character we're gonna talk our villain our least favorite character we're gonna give it an infinity gauntlet rating out of six for each infinity stone that thanos wielded we're also gonna give it um, well, we're going to give our ratings for Marvel 2021. Are we um, doing movies and TV shows? We're doing both. That we're doing both. Good. I like it. We're doing, and you know what? We're going to throw Venom into that mix as well. It's, it's not technically MCU, but because 
it's now in the universe. We're gonna we're gonna throw as far it. as we know, it's in there. We well, saw what happened in that post credit scene in both Venom and Spider Man. So. Yeah, and and Quinny sort of said it there. Look, if you haven't seen Spider Man yet, and you know you don't want to know what happened, you probably want to pause this podcast now because we're gonna you know spoil everything for you. So if you haven't seen Spider Man No Way Home, and you want to be surprised and you don't want to know what is coming, pause the podcast. Go do yourself a favor. Go spend two and a half hours at the movies and then come back and listen to the podcast. So there you go. You've been warned. You have been warned. Spoilers All right. are coming. Spoilers are coming. All right, Spider-Man No Way Home. Let's get straight into it. What did you love about this movie? Because I mean, uh, there's many things to love about it. I don't know. There's so much for me to talk about. I think I'll do like, you know, I'll do. I'll just chuck out a few for you, Sizzle, and then you can kind of hit me back with some. But let's just go straight to it for me. I think one of my favorite things about this movie was the fact that we got to see all the different Spider-Mans finally back. So Andrew Garfield came back, Tobey Maguire. So they all end up coming back through that multiverse. So straight away for me, that was a huge high for me. I love to see it. I know everybody else in the audience loved to see it. I kind of had a feeling it was going to come, but even that sort of feeling, it when you see it in the actual movie, you see our boy Ned trying to use the, the ring Doctor Strange's ring to open up the portal and you just see Andrew Garfield straight away and then as he walks closer you're like oh no that's not that's not our normal Tom Holland this is definitely a different Spider-Man and I just love that so I think for me that was huge seeing those Spider-Mans back loved it and obviously my boy Sizzle knows this I love the Daredevil TV show and who did we see early on in the film would have loved to have seen him a bit later on the film that might lead into some of my lows but there's not going to be many but finally, we saw it. Matt Murdock, Daredevil, my boy. There he is, shows up as the blind lawyer, looking after um, Peter and May. Not so much happy, but I just loved his scene in it. And then you see like his walking stick. You see his cool sunnies. Then they throw the brick through the window. He catches the brick. And we're like, how'd you do that? He goes, you know, I'm a good lawyer. It was just amazing. <laughs> like such a line, just iconic. And I'll, I'll say one more thing and then I'll let Sizzle sort of pitch in. I also loved how you saw sort of Peter using some of you know we really got to see the spider sense really coming into this film like you didn't see it that yeah. much in the other films so that spider sense is huge throughout the comics and I also loved how you got to see Peter as a, sort of that scientific that mathematic mind as well so not just his superhero persona so that was again for me was one of my highs I've got so many more but I'll let Sizzle pitch in now yeah you mentioned it there having the three spider-men in the one film was awesome it really was this you know multiversal sort of spectacle having the three of them and you know Andrew Garfield and Tony Maguire coming back and then playing the same characters that they played in their respective movies and you know like I sort of said to you straight after I was like Tony Maguire was so awkward in this film and that's what's so great about him because he is that like awkward character he was the awkward Spider-Man and it was so cool to have him Andrew Garfield as well. I didn't love those Spider-Man movies and I don't think too many people were that high on it, but he was, you know, really he, good we're going to talk MVP, well, our hero down the track and he's, he's, he's in that contention because he was very, very good in this. You know, as you mentioned there, he gets brought in, the sling ring that Ned casts, he comes straight through it and he was just like, from the moment he came on camera, he was just- Charisma. Yeah, so much perfect. charisma. Perfect. 10 out of 10 performance. Uh, so I really liked the three spider. I love that we got the meme, the pointing meme. Yeah, finally got the pointing meme in the in the science lab. Yeah, we 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 finally got that. That was so good, and it had to happen, didn't it? If if we didn't get Always the meme, like if people would have blown up about it. So it was so cool to to have have that meme finally come to the big screen because it's just used all the time on the internet. 
I, I really liked, I mean, this was sort of leading into the movie. I really liked just the hype about, around it. Huge like, hype. I mean, even the trailers had hype. Like the trailers got- well, They you had know, like two trailers. Yeah, there, two man. trailers. Two and trailers. they were like, you know, new trailer coming this week and people were refreshing YouTube, refreshing um, Twitter and Instagram, waiting for that new trailer. The speculation around this movie was, as I mentioned at the start, Endgame level. Like this was the movie of 2021. And it lived up to that hype, which, you know, sometimes can be difficult to do. I mean, we, we've talked about the Eternals, we've talked about Venom, and they maybe didn't live up to the hype around them, but this certainly did. This was, you know, and it had a lot of hype because, you know, it, it was multiversal. They're rooting back all these characters. There's so much speculation about, you know, would Toby Maguire be in? Would what Andrew, Andrew Garfield yep. be in? Who else could potentially be in it? And it really did. A lot of theories out there, wasn't there? Lots so, of, a lot theories. of theories. A lot of I, YouTube deep yeah. dives. That's what I loved about this this movie. So, and, and like you mentioned, they're bringing back some of the villains. I mean, some of the, the, the iconic Spider-Man villains, Doc Ock, Green Goblin. Like he's one of my favorite characters. Like Norman Osborn. How good was like, Willem Dafoe? Willem Dafoe. Amazing. I mean, amazing. come on. Like he almost at, could be up in the MVP for this movie. He yeah. was amazing in this movie. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to our hero in a while because he he's right up there. I mean, and I liked how they gave him a bit more of like a comic. Uh, representation with the look with like the hood yeah and you know he cracks the, the mask at the start which I actually quite liked the it's iconic mask from the first um, Spider-Man movie but it was cool to have him you know have that, that representation you know with the hood on and the goggles uh, from from the, the comics so that was cool to have, have Green Goblin and then we got a better much better version of Jamie Foxx's Electro, Electro much better because he wasn't, wasn't blue yeah he wasn't blue um, obviously we got Sandman and we got um a lizard in this as well um but yeah it was just great to have have, have those iconic um villains come back uh, and then I, I just loved i mean i'm a huge doctor strange fan he's one of my boy. one of my favorite just marvel characters in general and i loved having him in this movie as well and he sort of he, he sort of came and went uh but when he was on screen and benedict cumberbatch he's a great actor and this just makes Tremendous me actor this movie just made me even more excited for the multiverse of madness um, but yeah, I mean, I'll kick it back to you. Yeah. So again, a lot of highs for this film. I just think some more for me. I'm just going to be pretty simple. All the action scenes I thought were amazing. I love like the opening action scene where you see. I was going to ask, what was yeah. your favorite action scene? I think, I think my favorite. I'm going. I think my favorite is probably the last one when we have all three Spider-Man mm. fighting against you know Doc Ock, the Lizard, Electro, Green Goblin. Uh, I just thought that was amazing. I just love the scene where you see them all swing down together mm. and they all do like their, their stance and it just looks so iconic. They're all like cheering, you know, having a great time. I love that scene. It just gave me all those feels. So I think for me, that was probably my favorite action scene. But in saying that, I just thought about it. How about like the Green Goblin versus Peter Parker oh, scene? Man. Like very dark, the, the, very the tackle, intense, tackling through walls. Going down floors, like you just said, Willem Dafoe's iconic cackle of a laugh, the Green Goblin. So I've just changed my mind. I'm going with the action scene after Peter mm. tries to fix everybody. Rookie error, what are you doing, Peter? Come on, man, you're better yeah. than that. I know what you were thinking. But just the fact that like, we spoke about it like, the other day and off camera, just the fact that he's just punching the crap out of Willem Dafoe, the Green Goblin, and he just laughs in his face. He just keeps laughing at him, cackling, and you just and it understand sort of shows how, how good... Green yeah, Goblin how strong is. Green Goblin is too. he does have super strength as well and in the first Spider-Man I think we, you might have mentioned yesterday you thought he was a bit un, like you know underpowered 
um, which I, you know, that's probably that's probably a good point to make. But I think in this film we got exactly mm. what we wanted from the Green Goblin. So that's probably my favourite scene. But I was going to mention I love like the first scene when Doc Ock appears. Mm. He's the first one that comes into it, and Peter's trying to get back into MIT and he's trying to talk to the recruitment officer, like the to try and get her on his side and trying to get MJ and his boy Ned back into college. I just love how because Doc Ock, like you know, I, you guys know this, well. I end up re-watching all the Spider-Man movies, like the original ones, mm. and Spider-Man 2 was amazing. And Doc Ock is in that, and he's such a good character. And they finally brought him back, and I just thought he was, that was iconic, that little battle there. I love how, like, Peter takes over the suit, like the octopus arms. Yeah. That was pretty cool. So I'll leave it there with some more, but... I love the confusion you? in that yeah. scene. Like, Doc Ock's just so confused. He's like, you're not Peter. Yeah. Like, and then... Peter. Yeah, yeah I, I, and then you know tom holland's spider-man peter he's just so confused he's like who are you like what's what's going on right now uh so i i that was probably yeah i mean all the the action scenes were so great in their own right what was your favorite yeah i mean it's hard not to like the final battle the most because you got all three of the spider-mans fighting together and you know it was so cool against going up against all sort of the villains of the movie at the one time but yeah, I think I also would probably agree with you. I really liked Spider-Man vs. Green Goblin in in that a scene where you know they just they go down level after level and Green Goblin's just taking these hits and he's just cackling and laughing and it shows his strength and you know you you get the pumpkin bombs and and because Green Goblin's not really in that final fight like he comes a, a bit later to the party, so I, I'd probably go with the that middle. The, the, the fight scene nothing wrong with that in the apartment Happy's apartment that also has got to be one of my highs that apartment's legit yeah that's a great apartment in New York City oh, Happy man. gets it done yeah he does he does I mean except with Aunt May she didn't want to borrow him yeah in this movie. <laughs> did not want to borrow him at all that was that was quite hilarious uh, any any other highs I told you I could this yeah, I, I could mean, go I could can... go on I've got a couple I'll mention because I know this Sizzle will appreciate these because he obviously loves the Doctor Strange films. Mm. So I love the Doctor Strange elements. So I love how you see Peter go into the spirit dimension and yeah. Doctor Strange, you see him like, oh, this is so cool. And what I loved about that scene was Doctor Strange is still trying to get the, um, the device to send back all the villains. And because of Peter's spider senses, even without him, his body just reacts. So he can't get it. I just love, I thought that scene was quite humorous and very interesting. You kind of see how good spider-man's powers actually really are like he is a mm. he is one of the probably the strongest fighters in the marvel universe and he's a street level sort of fighter so i loved how you know dr train's trying to grab he's like how are you doing that and he's just like this is really cool like that i thought was hilarious yeah swims to his body and then i love how he goes into the mirror dimension because that's what mm. i loved about the first dr strange film you saw all the different dimensions yeah i love how they have a bit of a battle that's almost a pretty good battle scene even yeah. though they're on the same scene yeah, like yeah. the same side and they're like fighting in the mirror dimension. And then again, Peter figures out this is just like geometry. Like he's heaps, he's obviously quite smart. So mm-hmm. he ends up figuring out how it's all going. And then he ends up beating Doctor Strange, which is like pretty hard to do. Like not many mm-hmm. people beat Doctor Strange. Nah. So, and I kind of like how they did that because that means Doctor Strange was kind of put on the outside for the rest of yeah. the film until right at the end. So they didn't have to focus too much on him. Yeah. So I think for me, that was probably another one of my favorite scenes just yeah. seeing that sort of dimension yeah. and then i guess it's piggybacks on what you said like yeah. i loved the sanctum uh sanctum centurium how he got to to go back to to you know i guess where Doctor, boy Wong. yeah i guess where dr strange you know lives where he's located uh bleaker street new york um 
uh, it was so cool, you know, yeah, we got to see Wong was there as well and just being his classic self. Um, and then, you know, there's a snow in the in the Sanctum Sanctorium. Like it was just like, it's great to go there. Like I love all things Doctor Strange and you know, you even got me some Doctor Strange comics for Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Uh, thank you for that. I haven't Gotta read get your yet, collection, shout out. I know, Top yeah. Bear comics, man. shout out. Yeah, big shout out there. And, you know, thank you very much for that you know, very thoughtful gift. So yeah, I, I just love everything in the Doctor Strange universe. So it was cool to have, have that sort of interweaved into what was, you know, mostly a spider-man film what else is it i mean like i've got i've got i could talk about yeah i mean man we could go on and on like i loved the 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 scene um with toby Maguire mentioning about his back yeah his back issue that andrew garfield was like oh yeah yeah my upper back as well like you know after swinging all day like yeah yeah just little things There there was so many just like little quirky moments in this movie that just made it great. That yeah. really put and they it... really nailed it because they always talk about how the act three of the Marvel movies is always the one that sometimes they don't go mm. as well. And I thought they did everything correct. And I think having them back in it was just awesome. And I love how yeah. they all work together, making their own, you know, serum antidotes for all the villains. And you kind of saw them all dressed up in their mm. lab coats. And I just thought that was really funny. And I just love how like the, all the Easter eggs and throwbacks to their own films. So they mentioned like MJ, they mentioned Gwen Stacy and stuff like that. And, you know, my best friend tried to kill me and stuff like that. I thought that was quite mm. funny because then Ned were like, oh, Ned, is he, is he going to turn on um, Peter? But yeah. it's just, just little things like that that I just really appreciated. And obviously another high, I can't believe we haven't mentioned it yet. The, the mid credit scene has oh, yeah. to be high. Even the end credit scene, that's probably another high for me. We got to see the Doctor Strange trailer. Mm. so so many highs there's so many highs for this film like this has got to be one of the best <coughs> films I think in a long time for Marvel and we both spoke about this this is probably easily in our top 5 and for me it's probably top 3 I think and I've Ooh, watched it twice yeah. so well, maybe maybe I'll ask you about that at, at the end at the end we might we might get into that uh, alright look I mean yeah I can keep going keep going but let, let's move on to any lows that we had I don't have many. I don't have. I don't many have many. Either. I'll I'll just throw a few out there, and I mean my biggest low was no Mephisto. I mean, yeah, your boy. I think we gotta we gotta close the door on it. I don't think we're getting Mephisto. I don't think we're getting Mephisto or Doctor Doom as both of I, you and I would both love to have them in the movie. I don't think we're getting either of them anytime. Not soon. anytime soon. Not Maybe anytime Doctor soon. Doom when we have like the newest Fantastic Four. They do like a reboot of them. Yeah, possibly. He's just such a good villain. Yeah, I mean, I thought Mephisto for sure. I thought we'd even get Strange Supreme in this. We didn't get Strange Su- Supreme. Got him in the trailer at the end. We, we, yeah, so technically we did get him. So but technically we did. Technically we possibly did. Possibly if it's him. Yeah, so that was probably, I mean, and I wasn't actually mad about it, but that was one thing I, I noted. Um, and one other thing, not enough JB Smooth as Mr. Dell. I love him. I love JB Smooth. They were kind of, yeah, they I mean, sort of weren't really used. Yeah, I mean, just like he was just in there for that, like, over. you know, the, the high school teacher. Um, but he's so good in Curb Enthusiasm. He's absolutely hilarious. Such a good comedian. But yeah, I would have liked to see him in a couple more scenes. Uh, and then I actually really wanted to see, and you mentioned it earlier, I wanted to see Ned become the Hobgoblin. I really wanted to see that. And I thought maybe it was in play. Yeah, it's hard because like the Hobgoblin's like so linked to like the Osborne family and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it's hard to do it. 
because they don't really have like a super like they don't really have like that super soldier serum in the spider-man universe yeah. really it, it would have been interesting turns, to see how they do it but yeah. i was hoping maybe he'd come from another universe and oh, then he'd yeah. like pull off his mask or something and yeah. it'd be ned and ned would look at him like what the like yeah. you know um but remember hey. like he's like bald now the actor that plays ned yeah. so we all thought he might have had but he <laughs> still had his standard luscious black hair cranking yeah. so that yeah. was good. i mean look i've heard the only little things i had written down because there was it was hard to to really take anything away from this movie that i didn't like did you have anything i the only real thing for me like was i think has to do with ned i didn't like how you know ned gets the the, the, the ring from Doctor Strange and he like as we know from like the Doctor Strange films Doctor Strange takes t- years oh not years but takes a lot of time to sort of master the art the mystical arts and then Ned just sort of does it quite easily I know like he does struggle a bit but I feel like he just did it so easily like he was like it was like I thought it was more of a big deal that you'd be like a, you know you have those powers and he just sort of opens the portals yeah. quite easily and he just and it was like, okay, he doesn't need training or anything like that. So I thought that was one thing for me. Like, that's a nitpick. Not really that much of a big deal, but I would have liked, you know, I thought it just made it look a bit too easy mm. and sort of made Doctor Strange look a bit like he. But we did wasn't get we did good. get the scene where, you know, Doctor Strange, like, was kind of like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. When he found out that, so maybe True. we're going to get Netters. Possibly. You know? Yeah. It might not be Hobgoblin, guess, but maybe yeah, Doctor Strange's apprentice. I don't know. I guess he kind of struggles to close the portal in like yeah. the last battle scene. But I just thought like he was it was pretty easy that he just somehow managed to mm. use those powers. Um, other than that, I'm trying to think. I don't really have many like Yeah, it's it's hard to, to really find yeah, things. But they're like probably like the main ones for me, I think, for this film. Yeah. So I can't think of any. Well, look, let, let's, not, let's not be critical when there's nothing to be critical about. Let, let's move on. Mm. Let's move on to our uh, hero and villain awards, a hero being the character that we liked the most in this film, our MVP, if you, if you like to call it that. And then we'll also give a villain award, which is our least favorite character from this movie. Who's your hero? Who's your MVP? Who's your favorite character? Because it's hard because there's a lot. This was hard. Like, for me... Uh, this is probably between two characters mm-hmm. and we've sort of mentioned them throughout the podcast. But me, like Sizzle, we do enjoy a villain. We like when a villain does succeed and does a bit of damage. So I think for me, I know he's not really, he's a villain in the movie, but I think my hero has to be Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin. Like, I thought he was amazing and it just goes to show how good he actually was as the Green Goblin because in the original movie... He didn't. You didn't really see him with his mask off when he was a Green Goblin. And I love how in this film they said, what do we need his mask for? Let's just use William Defoe's facial expressions because mm. he is just such a unique actor. And I just thought he just brought home the perfect villain for this film. And I know it's like, well, he was the main villain in the first Spider-Man, but I didn't mind that. Like, I thought he was amazing in this. And like we said it before, that cackle. <laughs> the cackle, Give us the, the best laugh. Cackle for I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> that's my best cackle right there love it but it's just the fact that he's just i just love his change of voice his change mm. of personality like when he goes from being green goblin to changing back to norman osborne he's such a father figure he's so loving and he's like a scientist he's trying to help everybody and i love the scene where you see peter's spider sense goes off he's like what's going on and then amazing as scene. we saw he comes amazing. back and his voice changes to that very dark sinister mm. I can't even do his voice. It's just too good. And then I just, like we were saying, he's going one-on-one with Peter and he is just 
copping it left, right, and center, and he's just laughing in his face. Yeah. Like it just iconic. Every time, every scene he was in, I was just drawn to him. Like mm. he was just such a good character yeah, in this I, film. And what I also love about it is like I've read articles how like he actually Willem Dafoe himself was like, I want to do the mm. stunts as well. Like he's not letting a stunt double do it. He like you know if you're going to be this character, you've got to do it right. You got to do it justice. Yeah. And even when you sent me that interview of like we had mm. Jamie Fox. We had Dr. Otto. I can't remember his name, the actor, but mm-hmm. we had those guys. Talking, Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina. We had those guys talking about what who was the best villain and they all mentioned yeah. the Green Goblin and he is just so iconic in this mm-hmm. film and it works for me and yeah. it's something that we're all familiar with, all those that watched the original and just the way, man, just like gets re- kills May, like cold-blooded yeah. and like that was very dark. That whole scene was quite dark, mm-hmm. which is what I loved about it. So I think for me, sorry, the hero award goes to a villain in this case, and I'm going Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin. Yeah, hey, look, I'm, I had a few sort of honourable mentions, I guess, and some characters that were pretty close to it. I men- mentioned Andrew Garfield as he was. That's one. He was the other one I was yeah, thinking about because he's really good in it. I was very tempted to give it to him. I was also very tempted to give it to Ned. I really love Ned. You know, amazing sidekick. He, he, the chair guy. Yeah, the guy in the chair. Yeah, he, he wielded Doctor Strange. You can be my chair guy through the time, bro. Oh, thank Fire you. Fire those Spider-Man powers. Yeah, likewise. You'd be my chair guy. Likewise. Thanks. Um. Yeah, he was hilarious as well. But I got to give it to Willem Dafoe as well as Green Goblin. Like I just thought I love Green Goblin as it is, but I just thought he was amazing in this. And like, there's a lot of like talk on the internet that he deserves um, to win an Oscar for this role. Because I did not know that, but he's iconic. Yeah, absolutely iconic. So, uh, and and I was reading also an interview um, with had some quotes from Zendaya from the movie, and she like said that on set, like when he was in character, like it actually scared like the hell out of everyone on set. Like everyone was like a bit like, whoa, like that's really really dark, and like how he can just flick a switch like that. So such a good actor. And like you said, like he did all the stunts for it. And he's like, he's like 60 plus now. So like, you know, to be able to do that at his yeah. age, like that's very impressive. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. They didn't really de-age him either. I don't think they really no. de-age him that much because no. he Which, looks exactly the same. Yeah. It's very similar to what he did. And man, it just his grin, his facial expressions. Mm. Like, I, it's like, if they had that in the first part, I would have been shitting my pants. I would have been freaked yeah. out watching him because his facials just bring so much mm. to the character. It's so sinister. It was, his change it, of voice, yeah. his tone. Like. It was quite interesting as well because this was a bit of a darker movie for... Which I like. For the I MCU in Which general, good. I, I guess. Hope, I like when it's a bit darker. Yeah, so did I. I mean, but if you're taking your, your little kid to see this, like, they're going to be freaked out at... You know, I know your brother took um, your nephew. Um, and like, you know... That's that's gonna be creepy if you're yeah. that young. Like, so you're gonna be closing your eyes at, at yeah. some point. Yeah. Um, but give it. To, I have to do it. Yeah, I'm I mean, glad we agree. There we we go. agree. We agree. All right, congratulations, William Defoe, our hero slash MVP of Spider-Man: No, no Way, Way Home. Home. All right, we got to give a villain award out. We got to give uh, an award to someone who we just. I mean, didn't. It's hard because everyone was great in this, but you know, if you had to pick someone that was your least favorite character in this movie. Who are you gonna gonna give it to? Would you like me to go you first? You go first this time because I went first before. All right, so I mean it's hard because I really did just sort of like everyone in this. Yeah. Um, but if 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 you had to pick someone, I'm actually going with Aunt May in this movie. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, you you've grinned there, so I'm assuming you got the same one. But well, you know we'll soon find out. Uh, look, I mean, essentially, like it was her 
it was her fault that like all the damage happened and you know her death was brought upon because of you know her peter had had ready to go he could have just you know sent uh green goblin wound you know back to you know dr strange's um home the sanctum some torium and it would have been all said and done like doc strange would have been able to fix things but you know she she wants to um you know try to give all the, these villains a second chance help them out even though you know, it's not their universe she convinces peter and you know peter wants to do the right thing by her and then she winds up dead because of it like yeah, i don't get, know yeah, we get that great line though from the comics we do the we do line that you know, every spider-man film needs and has yeah, what is it? With great powers come great responsibility. Is that, is that yeah? The one? With great power, there must also come great responsibility, which is a direct quote from the comics. Yeah, I mean, we got that as well, but you know, it just led to so many issues, and you know, just Aunt May, like you could have just, you know, just uh, I don't know, I don't know. It's tough, tough giving this award to Aunt May because I like Aunt May; she's a babe. Um, but you know, I had to I had to give it to someone, and you know, Aunt May, you're my villain. I'm Aunt sorry, May. brutal. Well, this for me was... <laughs> you between, smiled when I said Aunt yeah, May, this so... Was, this was between two people for me. I smiled because I was going to say Aunt May, and now that Sizzle's done it, I'm going to go with my second option happy. just to mix it up. <laughs> I thought about Happy, but I'm giving it to my boy, Peter Parker. Yeah, Not wow. Spider-Man. Not Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Why? Well, simply the fact that he just let May convince him, mm. so, he, and he was just like, no, nah, let me help them, let me do this, let me do yeah. that. Peter... Just push the button, man. It's done. If you push that button, May doesn't get killed. You know, Spider Boy, you need to step up in that moment. And mm. come on, he's he's been a jerk to Doctor Strange. He's trying to, you know, Doctor Strange's like, come on, kid, you need to do this. And come on, you didn't get into college. Call him on the phone. Ask him about it. Like, yeah. you know, can we have a chat about why we didn't get in? And then he's the reason Doctor Strange does the spell in the first place because he didn't call up to find out why he yeah. can, you know, get his friends into uni. It's controversial, but I'm just saying Peter Parker, not Spider-Man, Tough. Peter Parker, for just just too easily just trying to be a nice guy and sometimes you just got to be you know a bit mean and just pull, push the button. This is true. And I didn't really like how he's just in the grill of the other Peters. Like He's like, you guys don't know how I feel. Come on, Peter. Yeah. They know how you feel. Uncle Ben, Gwen Stacy, they know exactly how you feel and he's just grilling them at the start. Mm. He does warm up to them. He does, he but does. But just for the sake of that, Peter Park. Also, come on, man. You can get a better apartment than that. <laughs> Use yeah, your powers. Sh- sh- surely Iron Man's left some sort of like trust fund well, for him or something. I guess they don't know who he is. Yeah, that's true, actually. Oh, that was that. actually... I should have mentioned that. That was sort of one of my lows. I wasn't really sure how the spell works. Like, does that mean if they had pictures of him on their phones, they all get erased? I does guess so, yeah. I would assume... No one knows him. Mm. Uh, even like, do the Avengers just know that it's Spider-Man? And yeah. they don't know the identity of Spider-Man. Or is Spider-Man just completely erased? Or is he not remembered in helping out the Avengers? So that was probably one that I thought could have been explained a bit better. But anyway, back to my villain. Sorry, Peter Parker. Big. Not Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Big, big. I was not seeing that coming. But hey, I mean, you make some, make some valid points there. You make some very valid points. All right. Sorry, Aunt May. Sorry, Peter Parker. But um, you've both received a villain award from Quinny and myself which is funny because the hero award was the villain and now the yeah. villain award was the hero so there you go flipped it flipped it flipped it on its head alright now we have to rate this uh, this movie oh. we have to give it an infinity gauntlet rating out of six for each infinity stone we've got to put on the gauntlet we've got to you know attempt to flick our I'm inedible uh, yeah to, to give it a uh, flick of the fingers um, we have to do our best Thanos impression here so for, for, for context 
IMBD, this movie gets 8.8 out of 10. Rotten Tomato is 94%. Huge. On the Rotten Tomato uh, tomato meter. Uh, Look, I mean, I I think we're both going to rank this pretty highly. I'll kick it to you. What are you giving this out of six? This is probably for me. Is, put is this a top on. tier this is movie? T- for me, that's what I want to know. This, for me, this is in my top tier movies. This is definitely in my probably top three. And if it's six out of six, you got to give uh, you got to give your Thanos impression. And then, <laughs> for me, uh, we've mentioned it. I loved everything about this film. I love bringing the other Spider-Mans into it. I love the mixture of the Doctor Strange. I love the street level with a bit of magic. I'm doing it. I don't think we've done it. Oh, yeah, we have done it a few times. But a couple me, times. My, as a movie, though, for me, has to be a 6 out of 6 gauntlet rating. You should have went for the head or whatever he says. <laughs> 6 out of 6 for me, Spider-Man No Way Home. That was the easiest 6 out of 6 I think I've ever given. Yeah. I didn't have to hesitate with that. So that's my gauntlet's on. I'm using all the stones. Done. Wow. Wow. Big, big. Uh, look, I mean, I'm putting the, the, the Infinity Gauntlet on as well and I'm snapping, you know, I'm going to do my best impression. I'm just going to say uh, the universe requires uh, correction. Thanos, big shout out to you. I've got the Gauntlet on. I'm the new Thanos of this universe, of this multiverse. I'm giving it a six out of six as well. We both did it. High yes. five to that. High five to six out of six for Spider-Man No Way Home. Congratulations. Easiest you- six I think you'll ever see. Yeah. Perfect score, which now makes me ask you this because a six out of six means your rankings will change, I'm assuming. They will change. So we've given we out we've, to do it we've given our top five on this podcast before. Mine from from memory was one Thor Ragnarok, two Infinity War, three Civil War, four um, Guardians of Galaxy Volume One. And five, Black Panther. I'm going to put move this to number four. So number Guardians, four? Of, Guardians of the Galaxy flips to five. Black Panther now to six or an honorable mention, whichever way you want to look at it. I'm going to say this is the fourth best Marvel movie, in my opinion. My, or my fourth favorite. Your fourth favorite overall. What about yourself? Does this crack I'm the top five? To think, I'm assuming it does. It's in my top five. I gotta and what do you shift? Think, what do you shift? I'm going to try and remember my top five. I think I had. They were quite, it was quite I similar. Think I, I, had, think. I think I had Thor Ragnarok. I had um, Infinity Wars. Did you have? I had Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Yeah. I had Black Panther and I had Iron Man, the original yeah, you, Iron Man. You didn't have um, Winter Soldier? No. No? That's not in my top five. So. So where are you going to slot it? They're my five. For me, it overtakes Iron Man, mm. overtakes Black Panther. And it probably overtakes Guardians of the Galaxy. Plus three. And Ooh. Oof. I probably liked oh. it. I think I liked oh. it more than Infinity Wars. So it's probably number Does it get two. that number one spot? So there's no, between no. Thor and Spy. I have to, I'll have to re-go over it, but they're probably my mm. top two. Wow. Wow. There you go. Well, I mean, it goes to show how good this movie was, doesn't it? And then that's in and like and then we'll saying it. I even I'm gonna have to think about it because I think Endgame's really really good. Yeah. So I, I don't know about yeah. Endgame too. And then obviously Civil War is a great film as well. Yeah. So that'll be creeping up in my top ten. Yeah. We we might need to re-rank. We, I reckon we should try yeah. and do it on all a podcast. Of them. Maybe the next episode we'll we'll give our top. But 10. at this point in time, I'm comfortable to say Spider-Man probably sits at number two for me. Wow. At wow. this point in time, and I've seen it twice, and both times I loved it. 
big. All right, well, there you go. There's um, there's our latest rankings. We might we might re-rank top 10 or something like that in a new podcast like in it. the future. Sounds good. Uh, but look, Maybe t- I'll just do a podcast and just call it Marvel Rankings and yeah, just rank everything. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. And just spend the time talking about them. Yeah, let, let, let's do that. Stay tuned for that podcast. Uh, look, look, the podcast is almost over, but because 2021 is behind us, we're moving into 2022. We thought we'd look back and then look forward. So, Quinny... We've talked Marvel on this this podcast, so I want to get your rankings for the Marvel content we got in 2021. So we're gonna we're gonna throw Venom in there, and we're gonna throw the shows and the movies. So this is just obviously Spider Man No Way Home is gonna be number one for you and I, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, but look, let's. There's ten. There's sort of ten projects, I guess. Is there? I can't remember how many there were this year. So I'll I'll go. I'll give mine because I've got them in front of me, just so yeah. I, I didn't miss anything. And then I'll, I'll rank them. So I'll go 10 to 1. And we're including Venom in this because, I mean, it's not technically part of the MCU, but it sort of is now mm-hmm. because of, you know, the post, post-credit post scene, uh, the stinger there. So at number 10, my least favorite Marvel 2021 project was Venom. Let There Be Carnage. We've talked about it on the podcast. This was not a movie that I particularly loved. It was entertaining. Just didn't do it for me. So that's number 10. Number nine, it was fun, but after seeing the cinematic universe and seeing live action going to animation was a bit of an adjustment. So number nine, what if? I, I still enjoyed it though. All right, number eight, which I'm, I'm starting to warm up to this movie more and more and I can't wait to watch it again because when I first watched it, I didn't love it. But now it is starting to become a movie that I sort of look at and I go, well, this has set up a lot of things and it's really opened up the universe even more and the scope of the MCU. So number eight is Eternals for me. Number seven, this is the first one we got, well, first movie we got for um, the next phase, I guess. And that is Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow, number seven. So number six, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, a great show, but that that's sort of that mid-level, mid-level for me. It was great to see, you know, Bucky, Back in action. Great to see Sam, of course. Zemo, amazing. We love Zemo. Number six for me. Number five, and this is where it gets hard because I really loved each and every one of these. So number five for me, which was one that I was not expecting to be up there for me. And it was sort of the first thing we got the very top of the year. And that was WandaVision. Loved it. Loved WandaVision. Amazing show. It was just, it caught me off guard. Like, yeah, I was not expecting it to be so good. It was so creative. I don't think there's really anything like it um, done before, especially not in the MCU. So that's number five. Number four, we talked about it recently. It gave us the Christmas vibes. That is Hawkeye. Number four. All right, the top three. This is where it gets very, very difficult. Top three at three. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Shang-Chi, Rings. Shang-Chi, number three. Almost put it number two, but I got to give it to Loki for number two. Oh, yeah, I mean, I love cool. Loki. It was, it was my favorite show. Just absolutely. I love the character. I love the universe. We got we got Kang. Your boy. He Who Remains. It really just, just changed the landscape completely. It had to be number two for me. Number one, I mean, it was obvious. I'm not going to talk anymore about you it. You did give it a six out of six. So. Spider-Man, No Way Home. Love but I mean, it. that being said, Loki's a six out of six for me as well. I mean, I think Is I, that still a six out of six? Still though? a six After out of six. After seeing Spider-Man. Still a six you're... out of six. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, that That's on my... interesting. If you fair include, enough. Yeah, if you include that in my rankings... I know you love Loki, Yeah, so. it, it's probably... Is my, that in your top 10 overall? Yeah, everything? Oh, easily, easily. It's probably close to six. It's probably... I'd, I'd probably put it almost around that Black Panther, maybe even in front of Black Panther. It's tough. If, if I'm looking at it like a movie, I loved yep. it. Lo- absolutely loved it. Um, so, yeah. So that's that's Not the bad. that's a solid that's the ten for me. Yep. Um, what do you got? All right. I've so what I've done. I've sort of just written down the ten because they're the ten that we got this year, and I'm going to rank them now myself. I think they'll be very similar. There might be a few that it might be slightly different, but I've had a bit of a while to think about this. I'll probably going to have to rank things differently now. All right. So again, I'm coming in number ten for me. It has to be, like you mentioned before, you mentioned it. Yes, it was cool that it was animated. I didn't mind how we saw different animated, different universes, different timelines, etc. So I think for me, number 10 is probably what if. So number 10 would be my, number 10 would be what if. Pretty simple. Liked it, but you know, it wasn't that great. It's still entertaining. Number nine. So this has changed. I did change this recently and oh, here we to, go. on old podcast this was a huge debate for me i'm going with venom let there be carnage is my number nine average 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 i enjoyed it but again it was number nine for me Um, i want to see a r-rated venom in the future if not i want to see a spider-man venom crossover movie don't give us another symbiote please not please don't we've done it it's two movies in a row all right number eight has to be similar to you the eternals so eternals for me is number eight again I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was a little bit different to what I was used used to. There was a few things that could have been better. So I think for, for me, Eternals is number eight. Number seven. Yes, like Sizzle. I hated how they did the Taskmaster in this film. Yeah, did it Taskmaster just, dirty. It killed me. I didn't really like it. So number seven would be Black Widow. All right. Pretty similar then so yeah. far. Number six though, this is where it's going to change a little bit. So number six for me... I'm going One Division. I wasn't as high as you were on this. I know you loved One Division. You really enjoyed it. You're quite high on it. For me, it just it was okay. I enjoyed it. It was interesting. I'm kind of cool to see Wonder in um, the new Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. So that'll be my number six. Okay. This is where it gets a bit tricky. Top five. Yeah. Number five for me would be Falcon and the Winter Soldier. As you know, I was quite high on this. I really enjoyed it and I thought it was better than One Division and I thought it was better than What If?, so that's my number five. Okay. Number four. I'm going to do it. Sorry, Sizzle. Loki for me was number four. four. Loki's four Outrageous. for me. Nah. <laughs> nah, hey, it I makes hear makes sense because it leads into why. Number three for me, Hawkeye. Obviously, I loved Hawkeye. Mm, great. That was my great favorite show. MTU. Gave me all those Christmas feels. So for me, Hawkeye's number three. Number two. Shang-Chi, man. What a film. Great. That was huge. That was I loved it because me and Amy got to see it in the movies finally after being mm. in lockdown. It was so good. Really interesting. I love Shang-Chi. That's number two. And finally, we all know this. Number one has to be Spider-Man. So that's my 10. Pretty similar to you. All really that's different is Loki and Hawkeye. Yeah, very swapped. similar. Very similar. So I like it. Loki still... I still like Loki, but... And Hawkeye, even One Division and Falcon, like you really just flipped yeah, those. So like... Flip them. So that's my rankings, and I'll stand by that for the my for this or well, last year, should I say? Yeah. Uh, well, all right. Quickly before we move on to twenty twenty two, 
not speaking Marvel, was there anything that you know stood out to you? Maybe surprised you? Maybe give just a couple couple of other um, non MCU shows or movies that you yeah. really enjoyed from yeah. the year? Does it have to? So for shows, easily um, has to be The Witcher. Mm-hmm. I just recently rewatched just it. I just out. watched it. The Witcher, amazing. So much better than season one. Sizzle. I really hope you get through it. It's so good. Make sure you watch The Witcher. Huge fan of The Witcher. Love The Witcher. Squid Game. Yeah. Another good show. So Did not good. know what to expect. I loved it. Amazing. It was newish. I watched it. I really enjoyed it. So that was... I really enjoyed that. Also, I loved The Witcher, the film that they did, the animated, mm, animated. film, which was really interesting. That Very was really good. cool. Cool. Something different. I like how it gave you the origins behind the witches and how they were created. And they mentioned in the new TV show, they sort of referred to what happens in that film, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. So that's probably another one for me that I really enjoyed. Anything else that I've watched? Movies? Any, any other movies that I saw? I'm trying to think of any other ones I've seen. That's Nothing. about it. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen June yet. Yeah. Well, that's, um, I mean, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll roll straight there in. A couple then. of mine. Yeah. I mean, movies, you mentioned it there. June absolutely loved it. If you haven't seen June, do yourself a favor, see it at the movies. Because the, the best thing about this movie is the score and just the actual, like, vastness of how it's shot. So amazing films. And Day is great in it. Um, for only you 15 girl, minutes. She's only in she's 15, only minutes. 15 minutes, but great in it. Um, yeah, I love June. Uh, another couple movies that I, I really liked, um, Red Notice. Uh, we oh, got yeah, to I see, forgot to mention yeah, that. Yeah, yeah actually, Red Notice was pretty good. forgot to mention that. The yeah. Rock, Ryan Reynolds. Um, that was just a, like a fun, a fun movie on Netflix. Um, I, I also really enjoyed um, uh, Army of Thieves. I thought that I was haven't good. watched that yet. Need bit, to. Bit of a prequel to Army of the Dead. That was that was a great film. Uh, another Netflix one there. Um, it, it, talking about shows, I mean, there was a lot of great content this year. I mean, Sex Education, the new season was amazing. Oh, yeah. Another good show. Uh, we kind of spoke about that on the podcast though. So we did. I yeah. To try and mention something I hadn't. Yeah, I mean, about. other ones I've already spoken about. Out of Banks, like yeah. I'd never watched that until this year. You and I both got into it, and it was just yeah. like super fun. Yeah. Squid Game, you mentioned it there. The Witcher, I've only just started, so I can't comment on that. But I've, I have seen the first episode. And I, I loved what I've seen so far. So I'm sure that's going to be something that that I, I would add to this list. But yeah. I haven't seen all the episodes, yeah. so I can't can't comment there. Um, yeah, I mean, what else? I mean, I think that that's probably, they're probably the ones that really, really stand out for me. Um, I saw, I forgot to mention, I had watched a movie on Amazon. It was called Jolt starring Kate Beckinsale. Not a great, not like critically acclaimed film, just a fun movie. Only goes for an hour and a half. If you like a bit, if you like a bit of action and a little bit of John Wick sort of mixed in together, Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that film. So that was another one that I watched recently. Yeah. So. Oh, Mayor of Easttown as well. Mayor oh, yeah. of Easttown. We did, yeah, Mayor of yeah. Easttown. I mean, we've, we've kind of talked Mayor, about... We spoke about, we spoke about Lupin, obviously. I've watched that. Yeah, Lupin. Uh, only Murders in the Building. Yeah, Only Murders um, in the Building. That's another great show. Yeah. Oh, we didn't really talk about that. So, Only Murders in the Building has to be up there for me. That was a great mm-hmm. show. Yep. And another one for me, uh, Big Mouth. Yeah. The most recent season is pretty funny. Yep. So, that's another one I've been watching. Star Wars Visions. Star Wars Visions. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. 2021 is behind us uh let's just look forward really quickly what are you most looking forward to 2022 maybe give me your because there's a lot coming out maybe give you your top five no particular order i don't even know movies or shows i don't even know if i can think of five of them i'll I'll, I'll go there because i I can think of five quite quickly off the top of my head next season of ozark 
Very much looking forward to that. We get that early, yeah. I think towards the end of January, I believe. Yep. Looking forward to that. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Cannot wait for that, of course. And I mean, the other one, Multiverse of Madness. Very much looking forward to that. Batman, Robert Patterson. That's going to be amazing. Yep. Cannot wait for that. And I'm also keen to continue watching uh, The Book of Boba Fett. I've seen the first episode and it was very much enjoyable. So I can't wait to to see the complete series of that. Good. Um, yeah, so I'll just add a couple on for me. has to be yeah, Book of Boba Fett. I haven't watched it yet. So I'm looking forward to watching that. Uh, yes, Ozark as well. Huge fan of that. Batman, Thor, Love and Thunder, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. That's coming out too. And I'm really hoping we see Ahsoka, the TV show this year. Oh, yeah. Or even the Obi-Wan TV series. I'm all for that. So they're probably ones that I'm looking forward to this year. Yeah, it's going to be a big year. It's going to be a big year. I mean, last year was a huge year for content and, you know, we're going to get... More even, stuff for us to talk about. We love it. Yeah, even oh, more, more... Let's content. hope Daredevil comes out again another season. That would be amazing. Or yeah. if he appears in Echo or She-Hulk, whenever that's supposed to come Morbius out. Morbius as well. We're going to get Morbius, Morbius is Daredevil. coming soon. That'll be a good one. We'll have to talk about yeah. that on the pod. Yeah. Well, look, we did it. We have come to the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to us all of 2021. We're back for a new year, back for another season. Uh, well, I guess this is the same season that we've been doing, but look, we're back. That's all we're we need back to say. And hopefully more in-person podcasts in the future. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, look, tell your brother, your mother, your sister, sister. your cousin. Tell them you all. You can tell the Green Goblin. You can tell, I guess you can sort of tell Aunt May. Peter Parker's fine too. Spider-Man, Doctor Strange. Lizard, not sure about Doc Connors. Maybe not. Yeah, nah. Pass Sandman, probably not. But yeah. other than that, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. Glad to be here. Fun times. Until next time, we'll be seeing you. Or we won't be seeing you. We'll be talking to you. Peace. Peace.